Okay, this bit I'm doing the next day, just to add a little bit. If we imagine back before the universe existed. Now, let's take the view. Well, let's see. There are two possible things that could have happened. Okay. Well, let's let's say with without talking about God outside, whatever. Either nothing existed, nothing at all existed, and then something did exist, or something existed and then things have flown from that. Um, a growing out from that, something like that. Let's take the second thing first. If something existed, again, this thing must be actual. It mustn't have potentiality because it therefore is. It's possible that it not exist. So again, it has. It doesn't have the power to sustain itself. In existence, it's it's a potential thing. It has potentiality, and like like I said about myself, I'm a possible being. I exist, but I'm not necessary. I don't have to exist. And like we said before. A thing has to be, I think I said it before, it may be after this bit because I'm recording this after. But this necessary being has to be unchanging. Okay. So if something exists and then it develops, we've got the same problem. Just like looking at myself, I know that I change. If we look at the other option of nothing existing and then something just started to exist, we've got a real problem there if we look at take that view. Because if nothing existed, absolutely nothing could exist. We can't just say nothing existed and then something existed. We can't just say nothing existed, but there was the possibility in the way the universe, you know, some, the way the system works allows for something to be, to come into being. Because there is no system. If we say nothing exists, then nothing exists. No law there are no laws of the universe no scientific laws exist we're not saying these laws exist and therefore something can come out of nothing and just exist we're saying absolutely nothing absolutely no power to exist existed 
nothing existed. So there was no possibility for something to come about because nothing exists. So if, if nothing existed, possibility didn't even exist. You have to have something actual, something which can do something, can cause effects. You can't just have something come from nothing. There has to be something there to begin with. So, so if we say that something created itself, that's like, like saying, let's just say, the universe didn't exist at all, but it created itself. You can't create yourself if you don't exist in the first place. So there was absolutely nothing of the universe, if, we, if we're looking at this at it in this way. So it didn't have, there was no possibility for <clears throat> the universe to create itself because the universe didn't exist with possibility. It didn't exist in any way. So, either way, we need something actual to exist, something without potential, something that can't be broken down and has the possibility that it not exist. Because if there's that possibility of non-existence, then we're left with nothing. And as we said, something does exist. Therefore, something actual must exist somewhere. It's not me. It's not the world. So it must be outside of the world. Just to add that something can't both be and not be at the same time and in the same way. So forgetting time and everything, we can't have we can't have it it being said, say that I walked through a door I came from one side, I went through the doorway, out to the other side, closed the door. We can't say David went through the door and closed it, and then also say David did not go through the door and close it. It's possible that at one time I didn't go through the door, and close it, and at another time I did. But if we're talking about the same situation, you cannot say that both 
are true. We can't say that both are true. Only one of those is true. So to say that the universe exists and doesn't exist, At, in the same uh, way, we can't we can't say that we can't say that there the universe must, like I said, apart from time, the universe must either have the power to to sustain itself, its act must be actual without potentiality or it does have potentiality it can't be both it can have act and potentiality but it can't not have potentiality and also have potentiality So we can't say that the universe didn't exist, and it also exists. This is getting really confusing. I'm getting confused even thinking of how to, where do I go from. I'm trying to think without writing it down. It gets quite hard. This, <clears throat> but if we just look at what what I was saying, we still need something with the ability to be. I don't have that ability to control my existence. The universe doesn't have that control either to control its existence because it has potentiality. There must be something outside with that power. And that power gives the ability to everything else, the ability to exist. Okay, this being also has to be infinite. Whatever qualities, so to, so to speak, this being has, they must have in total okay i have the ability to know to know something okay i have knowledge but if i was a necessary being i would have to have all knowledge And then I can, I could then give other things the ability to have a limited knowledge. But I would have to have total knowledge, goodness, um, being good. Now, the word good, you know, we can define that differently, but 
this being must be totally good. We're sort of taking the, the actual things that exist without the potentiality, so without the material uh, side of things and whatever. This being must be total. So we say the being is love, they're total love. Now, on the other hand, they are total justice as well. Uh, and so we can't comprehend how these things are all in one being, um, how it all works. <clears throat> but that's what it must be. So we see that a being must exist outside of all that potentiality, outside of time and space. Before time and space existed, this being existed. Now, I'm not that being. The world as a whole is not that being. So this being has to exist outside. Now, it doesn't mean that they're, they're not present throughout all uh, other things, but they are not limited to space and time. Now, we've seen that this being must have these things. Now, I just, just briefly will say what the Bible, the written documents that Christians follow, they read those words and live their life by how we are instructed in those words. Now, how does the Bible describe this being? First, he is God. He is given a name that shows he is above everything. So if we give that term God to this being who must exist, if anything exists, then there must be somewhere an existence who is pure act. They have no change. The Bible talks about God as being he who is. He's called I am. These are the words, the translated words in English, of whom this being, this God, calls himself. I am. It's a strange 
thing to say. And what does that sound like? That sounds like someone who has always existed. And they have pure actuality. I am. Not I might be. I could be. But I am. The Bible also says God is unchanging. It says he is the same yesterday. Yesterday, today and forever. He is the same. So he, it says, this God whom we worship has not changed. He was as he is in the past and he is as he will be in the future. Because he is outside of time. <clears throat> we see things in terms of past, present, future. God sees it all in one in himself by, by his knowledge which is inside of himself he knows all of time in his one act he doesn't change now we talked about in another video about spirit but God is also called spirit he's not material he's not made up of parts that fall apart it says that he has always existed and there will never be a time when he does not exist now because we've said that we can at least see that the God described in the Bible matches the idea that we come we have of this being that must exist. So we can say the Bible God is exactly what um, reality requires so the God of the Bible exists whether you believe that the Bible is a true account of things that he has said and done is a decision you have to make and there are ways that we can look at that, weigh up the evidence, and judge. Is it likely that this is the God? But I encourage you to look back on what we've talked about and just think to yourself, uh, does this sound right? Can you think of another alternative? There might be other things people say. People talk about um, different ways to try to 
maybe get around the, some of these ideas. But by a bit of looking at it, we can see that really this is what I, what I see, what I can not deny. Now this view is called theism. It's the opposite of atheism or anti-theism. So this belief is a belief in a God who is not us. He is distinct and he exists. Now we will hopefully maybe go into more detail of some of these areas in other videos, but during this lockdown period, maybe consider some of these things. Have a look at what we've been thinking about and just think, does that make sense? And it's up to you. We can't just go on what someone else says. People might say we don't need a God to have created the universe. But as we've seen, if something is an effect, you need a cause. Something has to have actuality, pure actuality. If it itself has potential, if it has potentiality for it to exist or not exist, you need something else something with actuality to exist. We'll look more into some of these things perhaps in other videos. But what more should I say? So to wrap up, something exists, we can't deny it, I exist, uh, it's possible that I and other things won't exist, it's not necessary that I exist, but something must exist, and this being we call God, and they have to be perfect in all their attributes, and when it comes down to it, because we We depend on this being. We therefore should give this being worship 
we should show honor to this being and this being we call God. 